villagers, get ready. Here's Miss T with a word designed with you in mind. It's time for the show that keeps you in the know, where we keep it real and true while we do what we do. You're listening to Talking with T, and this is Tanisha Baker bringing you the latest of the greatest of trending news, noted interviews, rising artists, and much, much more. I'm thrilled to kick off this first show of September as we head toward the fall season. September is recognized for several month-long observations. It is Baby Safety Month, the beginning of Hispanic Heritage Month, National Self-Improvement Month, National Suicide Prevention Month, National Classical Music Month, and a few more. The birthstone of this month is the sapphire, and we celebrate the birthdays of Virgos and Libras. It's September 4th, and if today is your birthday, you share it with your birthday mates, pop singer diva Beyonce, who recently gave birth to twins, actor-comedian Damon Wayans, singer Nona Gay, daughter of the late Marvin Gay. Actor Lawrence Hilton Jacobs, who acted in Welcome Back, Cotter, and played Joe Jackson in the Jackson movie. Today on the national calendar is celebrated as Labor Day. This holiday is always celebrated on the first Monday of September. Labor Day was created by the labor movement in honor of the social and economic achievements of American workers. It is a yearly national tribute to the contributions workers have made to the strength prosperity and well-being of our country many people are granted today off work and if you are in this fortunate number enjoy your day off and have a great break since we are starting a new month it's time for a new theme the theme this month is do something september do something anything to make this world a better place contribute to a charity lend a helping hand or extend some act of kindness You are even encouraged to do something for yourself. Do something that will move you closer to your goals. Do something that puts you in a better position. Do something today that your future self will be thankful for. And now it's time for our happy highlights. In the aftermath of Hurricane Harvey, the kindness that still beats in the hearts of many has surfaced to assist those hit hardest by this weather nightmare. For today's happy highlights, I would like to share a few stories featuring goodwill and humanity. A Pizza Hut manager in Sugarland, Texas, decided to assist victims by delivering free pizzas by kayak. Shada Habib called her husband and told him to gather up kayaks and meet her at the restaurant. Football player J.J. Watt has raised over $10 million for Hurricane Harvey victims. He started by posting a video on Twitter and started with his own contribution of $100,000. Houston doctor canoes through floodwaters to perform surgery on a team that needed immediate help. And Anheuser-Busch is sending more than 500,000 cans of emergency drinking water to Baton Rouge. You can read more details about these happy highlights by visiting www.talkingwithtea.com. Again, amid all the gloom and doom and tomfoolery that we find in the news and media, I feel obligated to share the good things going on in the world and these good deeds being done by good people. Keep it where it's at. I'll be right back. You're tuned in to Talking With Tea. 
over my destiny, my destiny. And even in my iniquity God, you still require the best of me I lived that life I've been too quiet I felt sure I was broken But no, not now So I gave up trying To go back to what I thought I needed I need you I give my life to you Spark my identity, identity After realizing your heart for me, yeah. for me yeah. I give myself away to you relentlessly, relentlessly. Only you know what you mean to me Yeah, I've been baptized Washing your way up But you sacrificed So I gave up trying To go back to what I thought I needed I need you, I give my time for our Monday Minute Quick Bits. Gasoline prices are growing higher by the day and is particularly high in Texas. Many Texas stations were out of gas this past Friday and those that had gas were charging over $3 a gallon. Apparently, North Korea is still testing bombs. It has conducted its sixth nuclear test. Donald Trump has announced a nominee to head the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, or NASA, if you will. The problem is that the nominee, Republican Jim Bridenstine, has no formal qualifications in science or engineering. And I don't understand how this keeps happening. And then you have Tom Marino, who has been nominated to be director of the Office of National Drug Control Policy. He has had some controversial ideas and most recently said that he'd like to put nonviolent drug offenders in some sort of um, hospital slash prison. I don't know about this. But while we're talking about Trump, he threw out a rule under President Obama that would have required companies to track and report wages paid by gender, race and ethnicity. This is a problem. Due to the fact that black women with full-time jobs earn 63 cents to every dollar earned by a white male. Don't touch that dial. I'll be back in a while. You're inside Talking With T. Listen, I know that we are all still recovering from uh, the devastation with Hurricane Harvey. And I, too, uh, have family members who were affected by the hurricane. But... Can we talk for just a minute about everything that has transpired with the hurricane down in Houston, Texas, from people dragging Joel Osteen because he didn't open the doors of Lakewood Church immediately uh, to just the general devastation that we've seen in the news media. But there's one thing that I really want to talk about that I found a little troubling, and I understand that we live in the era of social media and memes are incredibly popular, but 
people, before you go and post a picture, please make sure that the picture is from the actual event that your post or your meme refers to. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm referring to a photo that has gone viral uh, with the hashtag Hurricane Harvey and the caption that reads, Trump from Camp David, quote, good luck people, Obama in Texas. And then there's a picture underneath with Obama, President Obama supposedly serving meals to victims of Hurricane Harvey in Texas. Now, unfortunately, uh, y'all's president, Donald Trump, didn't act as presidentially as perhaps he would have liked for him to. Uh, his recent visit to Corpus Christi sounded more like a campaign rally. But here again, this meme that I'm referring to is troubling because the picture was not of President Obama serving meals to Hurricane Harvey victims, but rather it was from 2015 with the Obama serving dinner to some veterans, homeless veterans, at a church in Washington, D.C. And there was also another meme that I saw of President Obama serving meals that was supposedly at Hurricane Harvey. Now, listen, before you go post, as I said, do a little fact-checking. Google is our friend. They even have a, uh, a section of Google called Google Images where you can run the picture through to actually find the source of the picture before you post it and go ahead and make a meme of it. You know, I, I get what the creator was trying to say, the creator of the meme was trying to say, but it's just not accurate, people. And in times like these and in the era of social media and computers with information at our very fingertips, it pays to do a little bit of research before you just put yourself out there and make yourself look real crazy. Anyway, this is your boy, Professor Jay, and I'm just saying, I'll holler. You're inside talking with T. Well, I have with me today to cover our trending news in review, our top investigator, most often instigator, P.I. Pam. How are you? And I want to wish you a happy birthday. I understand your birthday was what, Saturday? Yes, it was a Saturday. And thank you. I'm doing doing lovely. Uh, still trying to recover, but it ain't, it ain't stopping. Party ain't stopping, though. <laughs> the party's still going on. Still going on. <laughs> Hey, I feel you, honey. At this age, when we have birthdays, we need to celebrate the day before, during, and after. So let yeah. the party continue. Right. Well, we're going to jump into trending news. And last week, we shared some news about Hurricane Harvey. And since that time, the devastation has multiplied, leaving Houston, Texas, and surrounding areas riddled with loss of lives and loss of property. And they are in need of so much from water to hygiene supplies to school supplies to clothing and medicine and the list just goes on and on so Pam if you don't mind before I continue with the news I'm going to stop and ask that anyone that is able to do something which goes back to our theme for the month do something September to support those suffering in the wake of this tragedy find some avenue that you trust and contribute and I know that at my, my church Tabernacle and other local churches, they joined together to put some health kits um, together that will be delivered next Monday. So if you want to contribute to these kits, you can reach out to me or visit www.thevillageofknots.com for more information. There's also a short video with instructions on how to make these health kits. 
So back to the hurricane. In the aftermath of the flooding, people are now left with debris and environmental problems. It's reported that more than 800 wastewater treatment facilities are not fully operational. And I can imagine in the water was waste. We know we heard reports of snakes and alligators, dead animals, and people. So all that germs and bacteria probably are just a bad recipe for what's going on in that water. And obviously, these are very unhealthy conditions. And along with that, there's danger of mold. So it's reported that so far, 45 people are confirmed dead. And I read a heartbreaking account. It it stopped me in my tracks just thinking about it. But there was a three-year-old that stayed alive clinging to her dead mother's body. And when she was rescued, she told the rescue workers that her mama was saying her prayers. And I just... That was was true. That just broke my heart. I cried. I I couldn't even imagine just her just holding on. You know, that, that tight, I said, that wasn't nothing but God just keeping her, because she could have easily slipped and drowned herself, mm-hmm. especially with her mother. You know, mother already been dead, so somebody was yeah, looking it was over sad. her. Yes, yes, so many sad stories. And then evangelist Joel Osteen and his Lakewood megachurch surfaced in the news, receiving backlash for one, not opening up his church with seats 16,000 to assist the flood because now, of course, once social media got a hold of him, he was shamed into opening up the church. But even then, I read that he had passed around a collection plate, and I said, he must not be wearing his WWJD bracelet to embrace what would Jesus do? I'm pretty sure. (laughs) That is crazy. And plus, if you see his face on the pictures, he's looking like... Who told y'all to let these people? He's just looking like he's not happy about it at all. But then he's, how are you going to have prayer and like a mini church service for people there and then pull out the collection plates? Who does that? Uh, not WWJD. No. <laughs> Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I'm over him. I really am. I am just so disappointed. And it's not like I was one of his big fans, but I did pull some inspirational messages and some scriptures and some things like that. And, you know, it doesn't take away the good that he's done, but something like this that shows his true colors, uh, I think this is the beginning of the end for him. Yeah, anybody that supports him now, I'm going to question their their sanity because they can't be right. After this, this is is too much. He only opened it up because... Social media drug him through the dirt. Mm-hmm. He, I guess he mm-hmm. had no choice, but he's not happy about it. Mm-mm. And, you know, uh, your president, Donald Trump, and First Lady Melania visited the NG Stadium in Houston to meet victims of the hurricane. And they even uh, got down in the midst of everything and distributed meals. So I wish he could have just taken advantage of doing a good deed for once and left well enough alone, but no, no, no. He then talked about, I know, he talked about the Coast Guard saving people by going into these strong winds that the media wouldn't. He said the media wouldn't go into the winds unless it was a really good story, in which case they would. Now, first of all, we have seen reporters in the midst of all of this in an attempt to bring us information. Secondly, 
the reporters are not first responders, so I'm not exactly sure what they were supposed to do. But third of all, if there's such a thing, it was due to many of their reports that people were rescued. I mean, I saw them leading rescue workers to people that needed help. So I just can't with him. I I try, well, not that hard, but I'm trying to find a light at the end of this very dark tunnel that we are considering this, this four-year term. And I, I just can't. Okay. He can't. And so he, he said the most outrageous thing before he even went. He was talking about, I can't wait to get to Texas. It's gonna be real exciting. He had like he was going to the Texas State Fair. Dude, mm-hmm. he was going to a, a <laughs> hurricane. What? What? I mean. <laughs> yeah. He just. Yeah. I don't. I don't know either. So another problem for the victims is insurance, and it seems like only a small percentage of homeowners had flood insurance. So. They're left to deal with picking up the pieces on their own, and so I understand FEMA may assist, but not to the extent that they need. And then I was wondering about people who worked at jobs that are now either gone or not in operation. So how do they continue to get paid? I don't know, but I've also seen reports that, sadly, racism is coming into play, as many African Americans have been on social media and have put up videos and such saying that the rescue workers were just passing them by. And some even said that racial slurs were yelled at them. And I'm thinking in a time like this, really, people? One woman said she saw a boat full of pets go by, and her and her family was on the roof. And they said something mm-hmm. racial to them. Now, if you, well, I mean, I'm all for animals. Don't get me, get me wrong. I love the animals. But if it came down, if I had a boat and it came down to, rescuing a family, no matter what color they are, or rescuing right. some dogs, then I'm going to have to go with the family. I'm sorry. Yeah. I think most of us would. And, you know, there. I don't want to take away, because in the Happy Highlights earlier, I shared several stories of good-hearted people doing good mm-hmm. things. And humanity definitely is not all lost. But it's just this little tinge of racism that would stop you from Saving a family in such perilous conditions, I just, I don't know what's going on with the hearts of people. I don't. But uh, while we've seen also multiple reports of celebrities donating millions to flood victims, I read that some of this is fake news. Now, I don't know if you saw it like I did. I, I was guilty, said that Mayweather donated $200 million and that's fake news. In fact, I hadn't even seen him donate twenty dollars. <laughs> so I believe now there are some true ones. Though Tyler Perry donated a million, which seems much more reasonable, and the Rockets point guard Chris Paul donated fifty thousand, and the Houston Rockets owner donated four million. So those those are probably accurate. But here's the thing: these satire news sites are popping up all over the place, and then they got the nerve to have names that would lead you to believe that they are legit news. Because I know when I saw the Mayweather story, it was something like um, NBCNewsAroundTheWorld.com or something, you know. And so I'm thinking, oh, this is an affiliate of NBC. But don't worry, listeners, we will be diligent in checking the stories and the sources because one thing we don't do is report fake news. And so we try to cross-reference and make sure that they are on credible sites. So now this story, I did, this next story, I cross-referenced, dated several sites. There's a school district called Rim of the World Unified School District. 
and I had never heard of it. At first, I thought it was some type of cult-like thing, but it's actually a school district in California. And a year ago, they had been in the news because there was controversy over the Confederate flag. Um, I guess students were flying the flags on their trucks and whatnot. And so now the district is in trouble again because an employee mock lynched a baby doll, a black baby doll, on a public bulletin board. And it was only removed after a parent complained. So I'm sure several people had seen this, but it took a parent to complain before they removed it. So I investigated this a little bit more to see where this district was. And like I said, it's in California. And then I went to their website. And right there on the front page, they have a statement saying pretty much that they denounce racism and the district does not uphold racist acts, et cetera, like several districts do when they're caught. But anyway, it seems like they have a new superintendent, and I hope she can get a hold on what's going on in this district because this is twice that we know about that things have happened and the district said that back to the flag situation that it did not disrupt learning and that the students acted civilly and respectfully toward one another now personally beg to differ because the bottom line is racism is blatantly evident in this district and being an Mm -hmm. african-american i wouldn't want to teach there i wouldn't have want to have my child attend school there I don't know what's being done, but I dare say not enough. I'm just hoping they fix this because somebody's child is there. I'm fortunate I'm not there. My child isn't there, but somebody's child is there. So I hope they fix this. Right. And this is only two times, like you said, this is only two times that they've been caught that we know about. Mm-hmm. It's probably more and more things that they've done, but just been, you know, not under the radar. Nobody's found out about them. They need right. to, to shut, shut the whole school district down, shut it all down. Mm-hmm. Put it under review. Yeah, put it, well, under, put it under review. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was also reading an article in The Root that talked about the unconditional support of police unions for officers. So a year ago, actually a year ago this month, the president of the Philadelphia Fraternal Order of Police, John McNasty, stated that Nazi tattoos on one of his officers wasn't a big deal. Then last week at a Back the Blue rally, which was held in protest to Philadelphia Mayor Jim McKinney's new policy of releasing the names of officers who shoot anyone while on duty. While doing that rally, McNessie showed his support of an officer who fatally shot a 20-year-old black man in the back, calling those that protested to kill in a pack of rabid animals. And I was now just wait a hot split minute. How are you going to have a nerve to one classify or describe a group of people as a rabbit pack of animals. And I know this story of ones like it keep coming up in the news, but I'm not going to go numb to this. You know, especially these outbursts coming from authority figures because these people have the power to subside or ignite growing racial tension. And police departments, government offices, or any other influential body should not retain these people in leadership or any kind of other kind of payroll, in my opinion. They sure to. That is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Oh, it just burns me up, you know. It, I keep saying, you, you all know, I am a Christian. And I, I try to walk the walk and talk the talk. Uh, I've been tempted 
as probably others, because we're not perfect, to really cut loose on some of these. I mean, they, as Jay would say, I feel a cussing arising. Cause, arising in my soul from the... Yeah, I'm so exhausted oh. from all of this, this tomfoolery. I'm just so exhausted from... The heartache and the heartbreak and the anger and all of that of just dealing with this racism. But anyway, I'm going to move on before I, before I get upset again. Uh, Sacramento plans to pay gang members to keep the peace. After a shooting last week in a city park, the Sacramento City Council unanimously approved a controversial program called Advanced Peace, in which gang members are offered cash stipends for graduating from school, and staying out of trouble. So essentially, they approved a $1.5 million uh, stipend pool for this effort. And I'm just curious about the thoughts of our listeners on this, because my problem is this. What about those that aren't in gangs and finish school and stay out of trouble? Well, I can't get some of that $1.5 million if I didn't do anything. It's almost like a reward for bad behavior. But maybe I'm looking at it wrong. So listeners can call in on the talk line, 865-409-1170, or share comments on www.talkingwitht.com under today's show tab. So it could just be me, yeah, but I'm like not a, sure. It's kind of like a catch-22, I think. You know, it's one way you look at it good and it keeps them, you know, out of trouble. You know, mainly, you know, a lot of them do a lot of robbing and breaking in and, different things like that, need money, so they're stipend to help them. And then you look at the ones that are not in trouble, and they're thinking, well, do I have to be in the gang so I can get this stipend? You know, it's a though. Right. You know, some kids, you know, think like that, so hmm. it's, it's a tough one. Yeah. Well, we can't close the show without a few stories from the Crazy Chronicles. Evidently, there's something called the Burning Man Festival, and it's reported that 70,000 people from all over the world gather at this festival in the Black Rock Desert of Nevada. And it's supposed to be a nine-day art and music festival. And as a part of it, there is this signature event, I guess, in which they burn a tower, which is like some sculpture or monument or whatever. And they say that attendees have tried to run into the flames as a symbol of rebirth. And anyway, a man breaks through a human chain of security officers and runs through the fire. So if he experienced the rebirth he was seeking, I I guess we'll never know because he died from his injuries. But not only did this happen, the fire sparked a wildfire and it temporarily shut down the route to the festival. So one, I have never heard of such. And what is crazy is that so many people participate in said event on top of thinking they can run through fire. I is it just me? Is this? I mean, because seventy thousand people or more, make, it makes people. sense to them. Yeah, it makes sense to them. So help me. I need people to help me understand. What am I missing? How many of us are there of the darker complexion? I need to find. I don't out. know. I don't know if they started off dark, but if they run it through fire, <laughs> they might end up that way. Well, people have to do the craziest things. I mean, in nine days, that's a long festival of running through. Yeah, like it is. Through, do they run through the fire on the last day? Look like if they did on the first day, that's, that's the end of the festival. That's a one-day festival. 
Right, right. Okay, well, I have one more. In an article titled From Jail to Jaws, a man in North Carolina tried to escape being arrested by jumping into the ocean. And after swimming more than a mile offshore, the police tracked him with a drone. The footage from the drone shows a short trailing the suspect. And I'm thinking he couldn't win for losing. And just how long did he think he was going to survive in the ocean anyway? He's he been better off just letting him arrest him. Well, that's what I was thinking. I mean, anyway, he was later charged with resisting arrest, obstructing an officer in possession of drug paraphernalia. So another piece of advice to criminals, don't jump in shark-infested waters. Now, we've given you a lot of advice over the course of talking with T. I hope you're keeping a notebook. So add this to the list. Do not jump in the ocean particularly shark-infested waters when trying to escape the police. And you can see the video through a link to the story on my website under today's show tab. But, That's too much. He was was lucky that he didn't, uh, that shark didn't eat him all alive. I know. I know. (laughs) I guess that's it for this bit. And I can't wait, hopefully, to have a team back together next week and hear what you have to say. And I can't wait to tell it. All right, now. Well, once again, we've come to the end, but don't forget to help me celebrate hometown heroes and tease top teens by sending me a message on social media or visiting www.talkingwithtea.com to nominate good people doing good things. If you have something to share and want to be heard on Talking With Tea, I invite you to call in at 865-409-1170. Again, that's 865-409-1170. Remember that you can listen to Talking With T anytime on Blueberry, SoundCloud, iTunes, TuneIn Radio, Speaker, or Google Music. New shows will continue to come out each Monday. In the meantime and in between time, subscribe to Talking With T Daily, the online daily newspaper to get your daily scoop of trending news and find out what we're talking about. On that note, I'll end with a quote. Today, I will do what others won't. So tomorrow, I can do what others can't. Do something September. Remember where you heard the word and keep the peace until next week. You've been listening to Talking with Tea.